Politics is the conspiracy of the unproductive, but organized, against the productive, but unorganized. Joseph Sobran This is episode 2 of Citadelium, and I'm your host, Yuri Degaya. Today we're going to talk about politics. And I understand that you may not like it, I'm not a big fan of politics either, however, You must remember that uh, reality is objective and it is only its perception that is subjective to every individual and ignoring politics doesn't make it go away. Politics is a fact of life and uh, it affects a lot of our lives unfortunately. So I think it is important to cover at least some very basic principles that I think are important uh, in order for us to better understand how it will affect our attempts at uh, actually building citadels. What I would like to cover is essentially the difference between the political left and the political right as it is presented these days and uh, show you that it is mostly a false dichotomy. What does a false dichotomy mean? What it literally means that you have two choices and those two choices are the only choices that you get. This is a really a logical fallacy because uh, you are put in a box where you are limited in your options. However, outside of that box there exist more options, but you're not really being told about them because obviously someone has to control the narrative and someone has to control your ability to choose. This is the situation that we are in in terms of politics these days. So what are these two choices that we have today, they are very obvious and I just mentioned them, the left and the right. There is nothing else. There is of course some centrist position, however this is more of a mix of the left and the right and uh, I would say this is the weirdest position because uh, it doesn't really make a definite choice towards one or the other side. It's more of a position of uh, fence-sitters, people who cannot decide where they belong. And I'm not one of those people and uh, I hope you're not either. So if we talk about the left, then taken to their extreme, we would say that the left are the communists. If we talk about the right, then taken to their extreme, we would say that the right are fascists or nationalists. If you look at different countries today, it is obvious that the left are usually represented by socialist parties and the right are usually represented by conservative or nationalist parties. Today, in the United States, for example, the left are very clearly represented by the Democratic Party, while the right by the Republican Party. I want to show you that the difference between the left and the right is not so big by showing you that there are two types of people in this world. The first type of individuals are those who want to infringe upon property rights. The second type of individuals are those who don't want to infringe upon property rights. So on the one side you have people who want to take your stuff, on the other side 
You have people who don't want to take your stuff and just want to leave you alone. Why do I stress property rights? Because the right to private property is the only right that actually matters. From the right to private property, all the other rights are derived. What are these human rights that everybody talks about? Well, let's refer to Wikipedia for once. Human rights are commonly understood as inalienable, fundamental rights, to which a person is inherently entitled simply because he or she is a human being, and which are inherent in all human beings, regardless of their age, ethnic origin, location, language, religion, ethnicity, or any other status. They are applicable everywhere and at every time in the sense of being universal, and they are egalitarian in the sense of being the same for everyone. And they give some examples, such as uh, rights of uh, free speech and uh, freedom from unlawful imprisonment, torture and execution. But how can all these rights stem from one fundamental right, the right to private property? I think it is easy to demonstrate it with the ultimate property that any human possesses, and that is the property of the body. The body is the only thing that every human possesses from the start of his life and until the end of his life. This is something that you're stuck with whether you want it or not, and this is what you have uh, entitlement to forever. It is safe to assume then that if you have full control and full right to your property, your body, then nobody can do any harm to it or touch it or affect it in any way without your consent. That naturally means that things like unlawful imprisonment and torture cannot be allowed because they are derived from the right to your body, the property right. Some human rights, of course, are completely made up and not real. For example, the right to free education and the right to free healthcare are completely made up. They don't make sense because they have nothing to do with property rights. As a matter of fact, these rights infringe on property rights and thus cannot exist at all. Let me give you an example. Let's say I run a private hospital and then you show up in my hospital and you claim that you have the right to free healthcare and I must heal you or treat you for free. This doesn't work because when you showed up uh, with such demands, you essentially started infringing upon my property rights. What do I mean my, by my property rights in this case? Well, it is the right to my hospital building, the equipment that I have, the personnel and the time. Obviously, this is owned by me and you're not entitled to any of this unless I agree to it voluntarily. Yes, there exist government uh, healthcare facilities which may provide this service to you for free, but that is an entirely different situation. As we will see, the government itself is a monopoly on violence that actually infringes or on private property rights and provides these free services actually not for free because it takes these productive energy from people who produce and channels it into these free giveaways. So any government that provides free services to its subjects by definition infringes upon property rights 
because the only way it can provide any services whatsoever is by infringing upon the right to people's money, earnings and things that they produce. In other words, it redistributes the wealth that individuals produce to other individuals. I'm not going to dwell on this topic for too long because there is enough literature out there, especially coming from the Austrian School of Economics, on property rights and on how government infringes your property rights. What I'm going to do is to read a quote from the book by Hans Hermann Hoppe called Democracy, the God that Failed, that describes clearly the two types of individuals that I just mentioned. A member of the human race who is completely incapable of understanding the higher productivity of labor performed under a division of labor based on private property is not properly speaking a person, a persona, but falls instead in the same moral category as an animal, of either the harmless sort, to be domesticated and employed as a producer of con or consumer good, or to be enjoyed as a free good, or the wild and dangerous one, to be fought as a pest. On the other hand, there are members of the human species who are capable of understanding the insight, but who lack the moral strength to act accordingly. Such persons are either harmless brutes living outside of and separated from human society, or they are more or less dangerous criminals. They are persons who knowingly act wrongly, and who besides having to be tamed or even physically defeated must also be punished in proportion to the severity of their crime to make them understand the nature of their wrongdoings, and hopefully to teach them a lesson for the future. I don't know about you, but I'm a big fan of the colorful language that Hans Hermann Hoppe employs in this work and other works of his, because it really makes you think it is a really thought-provoking metaphor that he uses when he compares a human being to an animal, a human being that is who does not respect private property rights. And I cannot help but agree with him even from the spiritual point of view. You see, there are two types of people in spirituality, those who take the path of spirit and those who take the path of matter. People who want to redistribute other people's resources are essentially materialists, because all they think about is material things and the redistribution thereof. And in spirituality, the more material you are, the more bestial you are, and the more spiritual you are, the more divine you are. So we can conclude that a materialist is more of an animal, which means that Hans Hermann Hoppe's metaphor is very, very close to truth. So there you have it. We have two types of people. The first ones are more animalistic people who care more about materialism. Those are the people who want to infringe upon other people's property rights. And we have more enlightened and spiritual people who want to produce. Now, how does this tie into the discussion of our today's topic, the left and the right being the same? Let's break it down. Both the left and the right want to take your stuff. Make no mistake about it. However, it is different in how they approach this and how they proclaim their goals to be. So, what is the left trying to do? Today's left is trying to set up a global community, so to speak. That's why they're called globalists. They want to cancel 
and destroy the current nation states because they want to integrate the whole world into one super state in which everything is pretty much homogenous. What about the right? Well, the right are a little more on the other side of things. They tend to be more nationalistic. What does it mean? Well, ideally, they want to shut down the borders, they want to reclaim their sovereignty for their countries and build their countries based on their national principles, traditions and culture. Both of these approaches, however, require that they infringe upon individual property rights. In order to go global, the globalist left have to engage in massive redistribution of wealth. And to be frank, this is their open goal. They state it openly, they say that they are communists and right now all pretense is off. When it comes to the right, when they shut down their borders, they still have to engage in property rights violations because if you understand anything about how the nationalist countries rise to power, they have to steer their industries in a certain direction. For example, in the direction of defense. So in a nationalist country, you can still well be a businessman. The thing is that you have to abide by the directions of the government and you have not so much choice as to what you can and cannot produce. You just have to follow the program of the government and if you produce what the government uh, requires for its defense needs or for uh, food production, then you can make money. But the simple fact that the government tells you what you can and cannot do with your time, energy and money is a violation of your property rights. How else are the left and the right the same? Well, even Hans-Hermann Hoppe argues that no matter how you slice it, the end result, long term, is always a one world government, even if the current times require that uh, a lot of the governments and states go in a nationalistic way. The reason for that is that the state apparatus cannot help but always expand. It expands continuously and it has to expand in many different ways, either economically or by conquest, and that requires uh, the necessity for alliances and for uh, different types of uh, arrangements that eventually lead to uh, superstates and then the unification of those superstates in one global government. The question is then, what would be a more desirable intermediary step for us to start building citadels? Will it be the one world government that the left want to create or should we strive for more nationalism or should we just wait for the two options to fight each other and while they do that we can start building our citadels and when they realize that we have built a bunch of them and a lot more are coming it will be too late. This is a very thought-provoking uh, exercise and uh, I would like to hear your opinion on that as well. While obviously I don't support uh, either, if I had to choose, then I think I would lean more towards the right, because if you think about it, uh, I'm not a big fan of a one world uh, uh, 
government with its super state and a very homogenous uh, type of uh, uh, governance in which uh, there are no borders, uh, there is uh, free immigration anywhere and um, uh, intermingling and intermixtures of uh, people and traditions. When you talk about the right, for example, and the states which are shut down and which reclaim their sovereignty, at least you have a bunch of options in which uh, there are different people with different traditions, speaking different languages, uh, having different cultural heritages. I think this type of diversity is a lot more appealing because uh, of a simple choice that it gives uh, to people, even though they will try to, of course, uh, shut down the borders in a way uh, so as to not let people out, uh, there will always be ways to uh, to be able to pick where you want to reside if you are a resourceful, a resourceful person. I hope this episode helped you understand the way I see the world, and uh, I would encourage you to think about it as well, because It is much simpler to see the world through the lens of private property rights. There are people who want to take your stuff and there are people who don't want to take your stuff. And hopefully you would lean towards uh, the position where you don't want to take other people's stuff and would rather be free to create your own stuff and exchange voluntarily with other people. All this talk about the left and the right and something in between and many, many different gradations of those leanings is kind of useless in my mind because it just distracts us from the very simple truth of the matter. Thank you for tuning in. And if you don't want to miss any new episodes, please do subscribe at my website, thegaia.co. And feel free to find Citadelium on different channels like YouTube, Spotify, BitChute and Anchor.fm. Until next time.